0: welcome to Tell Me About It. I'm your host Leslie and today I sit down with one of my good friends Jensen. Jensen is actually moving to another country in just a short amount of days and so I wanted to sit down with her and pick her brain and ask her why she's moving, where she's moving, what she's learned throughout the process of moving, and what she's most excited about once she moves. So I hope that you enjoy this conversation with us and join with me in excitement for my sweet friend and her new adventure. Please enjoy. Jensen. Hello. My sweet Jensen. <laughs> I am so glad to be with you in your presence. You are such a bright ray of sunshine. Aww.
1: You really are. Thank you. You really You're are. You're
0: sweet. No, I'm so serious. Um, can <laughs> we talk about the fact that we met in a hot dog stand? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yes, please. yes. So we met mm-hmm. at the Salem Red Sox
1: yes honey hmm. and are you like a baseball fan at all i like baseball uh-huh. ish i played softball Same. so i feel like if i had to watch a guy sport it'd be baseball
0: if you hear that huge sound in the background
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's actually a helicopter so we are recording outside at this super adorable coffee shop called sweet donkey i absolutely love it on a scale of one to ten what would you give it
1: an eight
0: definitely okay for outside atmosphere Perfect. Hard, hard eight, eight yeah. and a half maybe, yeah. eight point five. Yeah,
1: um, it's such a vibe. Yes. Yeah. Good vibes. Yes. Counterculture coffee, which is good. Can you elaborate? Because <laughs> <laughs> when you said counterculture, I was like, I'm sorry. Yeah, counterculture coffee is like a more ethical brand of coffee. Okay. It's okay. like a small batch roastery. I mean, a ton of coffee shops carry it, but it's like known to be better. Personally, it's not my favorite because okay. it's like more acidic and fruity coffee. Mm. So like when you taste the brewed coffee, it's like more fruity flavored. And I'm more of a chocolatey note girl.
0: Okay, coffee connoisseur. Okay. Are you gonna open up your own coffee shop? Because I mean, I hope so. Listen, the hey. way you were just describing it, I was like, is this an infomercial? Because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm ready to buy. I'm ready to buy oh whatever you're selling.
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh I'll, my gosh. I'll sign our coffee shop,
0: honey. I, what are you gonna call it? Uh,
1: stand two. <laughs> Back to Salem Red Sox. Back to Salem Red Sox. Back, okay, listen. That
0: was a lot of fun, though. It was so much fun. Yeah. I felt like was we really great. got close though.
1: Yeah, you are the only one in the stand I like. Stop!
0: The yeah. feeling is mutual. I mean, like, I loved everybody in there, but yeah. like, I felt like we were.
1: Had a connection. We did! Yes. We
0: loved Jesus. We did. We were loud. We d- We do. <laughs> we oh, do! <laughs> oh my gosh. We still do, guys. We still do. We still love do. him so much. Yes. Um, which brings me into what we're talking about today. We love Jesus, we and love we want to serve him in everything we do. Amen, yeah, girl. Absolutely. Get it. So, this podcast, tell me about it, okay? I want you to tell me about this huge life move that you're doing. It's absolutely ginormous. Yes. Can we just, like, clap for you?
1: <laughs> no. The, <laughs> Please. No,
0: the courage, Aww. not to mention the courage, okay? I mean, I don't know how you're doing it, but you're doing it with full abandon, So tell me about it. What is happening within, what is it? How many days is it away now?
1: I think it's 13.
0: Stop it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. We're almost to the single digits.
1: We're almost there, yes.
0: Oh my gosh. So tell me about it. What are you doing?
1: What are you doing in 13 days? In 13 days, I am moving to Guatemala. Yes. (laughs) I'm so excited. So I'm going to move down there, and I got a job Mm -hmm. being an English as a second language teacher. So, it's what I studied for and what I'm doing now, currently. Yeah. But, I am going to teach in Guatemala. So, I'm teaching kids whose language is not English. Mm-hmm. As a yeah. first language. Yeah. So, it's at an international school. And I'm basically doing that in order to fund myself being in Guatemala.
0: Okay. Okay. Um,
1: yeah. And then on the side, what I'm really going for is to um start slash come alongside missionaries who are um mm. starting a ministry slash non to help kids who are aging out of the foster care system mm. gain life skills trade skills coping skills yeah how in and, and enter in the real world so. wow That's what I've wanted to do for a long time, so I'm actually gonna get to go, I'm so excited. (laughs) I was gonna
0: say, I feel like it's been on your heart for so long. Eight years. Wow! Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, so I guess that leads into like, how do you feel like led to move there? Because I know you've been on missions trips there before.
1: Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay,
0: so how many missions trips have you been on there? Nine. Wow!
1: Yeah. (laughs) So I, Went when I was 15 with my church, like your run-of-the-mill, short-term trip, like that sort of stuff, and like immediately fell in love. It was just one of those moments where everything you're doing feels right, and Mm. it feels like home. Like your skills, your passions, like everything. Yeah you just feel right, like you've clicked in to life, and so that's what it was like for me and it was also just this thought of, okay I went to this new country mm-hmm. and I've seen a brand new culture I've seen immense poverty, mm. and like, I've, I've seen <laughs> what orphan care is the needs that are present and, like, how could I devote my life to anything else? Yeah. Like, I just, I couldn't. So. It's almost like once yeah. you see it,
0: there's no way. Yeah. You can forget about it. Yeah.
1: Wow. Um, so, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I was captivated. I really was. So. I can't even imagine some of the stuff that you've seen. Yeah. Yeah. That doesn't get easier. Yeah. But, I mean it's there yeah. like majority of the world is yeah. living living in poverty mm. but where we are it's like posh yeah yeah sort of lifestyle mm-hmm. and of course like you know there's very very serious poverty in the United States too. absolutely absolutely and that should be dealt with yeah and seen yeah. and cared about um, but it's also in every other country so yeah
0: it's almost like we get so busy with Mm -hmm. our own lives. It's just like almost we tune it out.
1: Yep, because it's easier to tune it out. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier to do that. (laughs) We don't want to think about it. We're like happy, happy, (laughs) happy,
0: happy, happy, joy, joy. Oh my gosh. I commend you so much for that. You're Mm. truly making a difference. Thank you. Wow. Um, Thank you. So how would you describe the differences from the US to Guatemala?
1: Yeah, so big differences language mm-hmm. In Guatemala, the national language is Spanish, okay. but there are a ton of, like, tribal languages. Oh, wow. Um, indigenous languages. Not tribal because they're not technically tribes. Mm-hmm. Sorry, that's an <laughs> off point. But, yeah, so they are um, indigenous languages, okay. and so it's, like, every village can have a different language. And so these it's absolutely incredible um but yeah so language is huge culture is huge it's a collectivist culture which is like um so in the us we have an individualistic culture which means like i'm focused on myself the betterment of myself um rather than collectivist which is sort of functioning on like the good of your family Mm. um Homelessness is a problem, but it's less of a problem because people's families take in other people, other families, that sort of stuff. Um, So, yeah, it's just different. They care about other people. They care about their family and every decision that they make impacts their family and they think about that. Um, Whereas, you know, me being an American girl, I can just go in there and be like, well, why don't you just think about yourself mm-hmm. like you need to fix your problems and like take care of yourself mm-hmm. and they can take care of themselves right and that is not how they do it and it's so beautiful that they don't do it that way <laughs> yeah. it's beautiful there yeah and the volcanoes and like yeah. the fruit and the flowers Ugh. It's just so lush because it is, so it's right below Mexico. Okay. Geographically. Yeah. Um, And so it's tropical Mm -hmm. and like spring year round. So
0: Mm. I know. I would be in heaven.
1: I know. Oh I cannot stand winter.
0: Right? Me either. Look, you're just going to completely skip over it.
1: Yeah. Praise God. (laughs) Praise God. I love it. I love it.
0: Um, So I know that you've already touched on it a little bit, Mm -hmm. but how has your life changed or views changed, um, after visiting Guatemala in the past? Like, obviously I know you're moving there. You've been so captivated by it, but like coming back home after all of those missions trips, how has your like views and life changed like collectively?
1: Yeah. Um, I think that, so leading up to Guatemala, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I was very much like a free spirit and Mm -hmm. like, I'll just do whatever. I don't want to live, like, the normal life. Mm Blah. But really, after coming back from Guatemala, it just, it seemed like everything that I thought was important about life was not. Mm. Chasing um, the American dream, the good job, the picket fence, and it just didn't matter to Mm. me as much as working as hard as I could and using the privilege that I have for bettering the lives or giving a step up to lives um, who have been trapped in a poverty cycle that they didn't choose, Um, who, you know, didn't get to pick their circumstances. And so, yeah, I just... I just couldn't come back and pretend that, like, I hadn't seen what i had saw. Yeah. Because they matter. Yeah. Like, everyone in the world matters, right. not even just Guatemalans, right? right? But, right. like, I don't know, I just, you know, what's, what's the meaning of life? Mm. I know that sounds so hippie. No, it's. <laughs> it sounds so hippie, but it's true. Like, yeah. why are we here? Right. And I mean, I believe that, you know, we have a call and command yeah. to serve the orphan. Like, it's not an option. Yeah. Like, in my religion, your religion, right. um, whoever's listening to this, mm-hmm. I don't know what religion you are, but like, we have a command to care for the orphans and I think that that has been lost yeah because there's four million kids in orphan care just in the United States alone so um that's been lost and also just like caring for people in poverty like I think we would agree that that's important but what do you how do your actions yeah yeah I was talking to one of my best friends Maggie about this and she so she was Um, she grew up for part of her life in India. I've also went to India. But um, it's kind of like, okay, how do I see what I see every day? Like, we're talking like very serious poverty, as in like starvation and um, no clothes, that sort of stuff. How do I see that every day and function as a human being? And so a piece of that does look like being desensitized in that sounds so cruel, but it's like you have to be able to function, you have to be able to live. Yeah. And so it's not that you don't care anymore. Right. But it kind of gets to a point where you're not sobbing every time you see it. Yeah. You have to be able to walk by. Yeah. And You know, still work your butt off Mm -hmm. to hopefully make some sort of change. But we're not the savior. Right. Um, And so you can care and you can... And I I believe that you should do everything in your power. But still, like, we can't save the world. And we were not meant to. Like, me going to Guatemala is not me saving Guatemala. Like, Guatemala does not need me to save it. The people Mm. don't need me. Mm. They are empowered... They need those in you, honey. (laughs) Woo! Let's preach about it. Let's preach about it. (laughs) Oh, my gosh.
0: Um, So, what have you done to best prepare yourself for this brand-new adventure?
1: I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm not prepared. Oh, really? Well, I mean, I've bought stuff. Yeah. And I'm working on packing and Mm -hmm. moving. Um, I moved out of my apartment that I was living in, back to Salem, mm-hmm. and I'm saying my goodbyes to people, mm, and... This is going to be our goodbye. I know. Oh. But it's going to be okay. Yes. It's going to be You're okay. out here,
0: you're going to be out there changing lives. Yes, and you're going to be changing lives here. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. We speak that. We speak that. <laughs> Jensen, we're yeah. about to get into the meat here. Woo! Okay? <laughs> so... What are some misconceptions or objections that you had to overcome in this decision? Like, did you have any haters be like, I don't think this is the move?
1: Yes. <laughs> really?
0: Yeah,
1: I mean, I feel like, well, I've had this desire for eight years, and yeah, I mean, some people were like, no, I don't want to... Or I don't think that that's the right move. Why, you know, there's people to help here. Why are you going somewhere else? Mm. Um, and so, yeah, not everyone has been super supportive, but the people who matter the most have been. Mm, that's good. So, How did yeah. you overcome? Um, well, I think just not backing down yeah. to what I knew was the cause what what the call was and the command and and that sort of stuff like every decision i've made in my life has been to pursue this goal Mm. from like where what i studied in college to who i dated to my grad school like all of it has been with the focus of going abroad to serve and so wow There had been times where I had to say no, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and I had to end relationships, and I had to, um, you know, go through different trials in order to be able to remain faithful.
0: Mm.
1: But I feel like everybody has to do that. Right, 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 yeah. yeah.
0: It's not like there's, like, a special sauce on going abroad. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, we need
0: to we need to listen to what the Holy Spirit's leading us to do every single day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. Um, so, uh, what has God been teaching you and showing you through this process? I know that is such a Christian question. I love it, though. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> every single small group, what's God been teaching yeah. you? Yeah. What has He been teaching you? Yeah, so what has He been teaching <clears throat> you, Jensen? Patience. mm
1: and that also sounds like a Christian answer, but dear God, yeah. it is the worst. <laughs> like Bye. I am not typically a patient person. Okay. Because I like things to be, I like things to get done. And I yeah. don't like just sitting idly by while I know yeah. things need to happen. Yeah. And so, yeah, patience. So I got rejected from two jobs in Guatemala. Ugh before landing the job that I got. Yeah. Um, I applied to like 20 jobs. Stop. Did not hear back from a single one. 20? God, yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. I was like filling out applications like it was my job. Like yeah. I wanted to work remote or like, um, I don't know. like. Move to Guatemala and get a job there. So yeah. I applied for a million different jobs. Yeah. Heard back from none of them and then went through like four interviews for places in Guatemala
0: mm.
1: and had great interviews and um, just did all the things. Yeah. And then they were like, um, we're going to hire in country or. No. Yeah. So like the job that I have actually was my favorite job that I applied to. Stop. And they, I went through all the interview, everything. Mm -hmm. They got back to me and they said, um, we decided to go with someone else. And I lost my crap. Like we were talking about this earlier about just like crying out to the Lord and being like, what? What the actual hacker you're doing, right? Because you have these desires, and you feel like, okay, this is right. This is right. I'm, I'm, I want to honor you. I want to do these things for you. Yeah. And then they just crumble. And I crumbled. Mm. Like I was a mess. Yeah. And then um, just talking to my friends, talking to my mentors, like got to a place where I actually felt really content to stay here and serve in the church that I was serving in, lead worship, do all this stuff. I started an ESL class here, so I was gonna keep doing that. Um, And then I was like magically super excited to stay here. And I was like, this is cool. I'll keep working on my farm that I work on and like do all these things. And then a day after, (laughs) (laughs) Stop. The day after I met with like my mentors and everything, I checked my email just like randomly and they're like, I missed an email from them where they emailed me back and said, Hey, we had offered the job to a teacher that worked here before COVID who's already in country and she wanted her job back. So we offered her the job. She had to turn it down for family reasons and we really want you to actually have the job. And I was like, Lord, you've got to be kidding you know, me. No, for real,
0: like Jesus, you have jokes.
1: Yeah. And it's not funny. I literally, I you can ask my friends, I was like, I just stared at the wall yeah. for like 30 minutes. I and it was imagine. just like, I don't even know what to do. I cannot imagine. Yeah.
0: Girl. <laughs> <laughs> I was like,
1: that's hilarious. <laughs>
0: wow. But
1: I wasn't content. Like. Yeah. And I was resting my contentment on being able to go to Guatemala, mm. and that was not gonna work. And so, I had to be content with wherever the Lord had me. Mm, that's good. Though. And in, but until I literally got to a place of like actual contentment, not BS contentment, where yeah. I'm like, "Oh, I'm content. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's mm-hmm. fine." I like really did want to stay here. And he like gave me the blessing he taught you honey didn't he (laughs) gosh oh wow that's so good that's
0: so good because that just truly he has your best interest at heart yeah oh my gosh so it's almost like you made peace with this place before you left yeah you weren't like oh thank god i'm out of salem yeah 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 wow yeah Mm. I he's know. got jokes, but he knows what he's doing. I know.
1: Everybody was like, you know, something better is happening. Something better. Something better. I and I was like, literally shut up. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm done. That, I'm like, You'll get
0: out of my face right now. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's stories like that that just remind mm. you, like, you know, he cares. Yeah. He loves us. I mean, testimony.
1: That's mm. what we got him for.
0: Girl. So, your love for Guatemala obviously it comes from somewhere right okay do you have like any experiences whenever you visited in the past on your mission trips where you're like I mean it was right there in that moment that I just knew like this is an impactful moment in your journey that truly led you to Guatemala or put that desire in your heart like or you could describe like a couple of experiences yeah yeah
1: so um. I mean, I could say that it was when I stepped off the plane, blah, blah, blah. Mm, How romantic would that be? Right? Yeah, so I was like... You smelled
0: the Guatemalan air.
1: Yeah, and I just knew. (laughs) I just knew I had to go to Guatemala. Mm -hmm. But, no, I mean, I, like, loved the culture. I loved how starkly different it was. But I think there's one thing in my mind that, like, really stuck out to me was we were serving at the orphanage, and we did VBS, Mm -hmm. you know, run-of-the-mill, Jesus loves me, blah, blah, blah. Yeah and um honestly short-term trips are really hard because like it's hard to maintain those relationships with people um but yeah so there was this one little girl who um we knew had been through significant trauma um and i'm not going to go in those details but um so i was off at like another place in the orphanage and um My dad comes to get me, and he says, "Um, I'll just use the name Maria. Okay. That was not her name. Yeah. So my dad comes and says, hey, Maria fell, um, and we just need you to come. Mm. And I didn't really understand, like, what had happened. So basically she fell. She was little. She was probably like... um, five years old at the time but extremely malnourished so she was very very skinny so Mm. she fell and hit her mouth on um like a picnic table but she did not cry at all
0: you're joking
1: she like internalized all of her pain like to textbook trauma behavior she did not cry at all she just completely shut down like her lip was bleeding, everything, but she just like completely shut down. That's the I, saddest
0: thing I've ever heard. Yeah.
1: So I go and I had a good relationship with her. Yeah. And she let me pick her up and I just didn't say anything. And we, I rocked her on the back porch in some rocking chairs and just like sang to her and she just rested there. And then she sort of like broke out of her trance Mm -hmm. and, you know, we had an ice pack and that sort of stuff, but in that moment, I'm like, there's nothing else I want to do in the world than just stay here and hold you. Mm -hmm. And I want that to be available to you for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. And I know that, you know, I couldn't stay and do that for her every day. It wasn't going to just fix her trauma or her history or or anything like that but like that was a moment I knew that that's the only thing that mattered so yeah that's like the stark memory (laughs) wow I know it's
0: heavy I know no that is that's real life yeah yeah. that is real world stuff because we get so caught up in American culture yeah like what Netflix show am I going to be watching like that sounds so stupid but it's so accurate yeah it is yeah Wow, Jensen. Mm-hmm. Did she ever cry after that? Like, no. I, oh my, that's so heartbreaking. Yeah,
1: and at first, like, I'm I, I wasn't educated. I was in high school. Right. I just was like, you know, the empathetic girl who like really loved, you know, yeah, caring kids. for kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they called me to come, and and be with her, but I had never seen a kid not cry.
0: That I have never heard of that. Yeah.
1: I mean, she was silent, and looking in her eyes, it was like no one was there, and it broke my heart in so many different ways.
0: Yeah.
1: That, but I mean, she's just one example of like a sea of kids all around the world. So. And the fact that she, how old was she? Five. That.
0: Ugh. Yeah. I could cry right now. <laughs> no. Wow. Yeah. And so, you're going to be dealing with kids, like, around that age, or what age group are you going to be with? Um,
1: So, I'll probably be with all ages, but specifically hoping to help the older kids who are aging out and um, are entering the world without, like, a family, don't know how to do life, don't know how to, you know, manage money, yeah, any of those things, so, So,
0: like, you're, so, will you be, like, living, like, on campus, or where will you be living, like?
1: So, I'm going to be living with two other missionaries. Okay. um, And not with the residents. And honestly, the mi- the ministry hasn't even really lifted off the ground yet. There's okay. an idea, there's a nonprofit backing it, but my hope is really to go down and start it. So, wow. yeah, but hopefully ideally I would be living very close to the, the transitional home. So. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, um,
0: so you're almost like church planning, but even but it's not a church, it's a whole ministry. Yeah, yeah. Wow, that's so good. Yeah. So that brings me to, as we're wrapping up. Okay. How can we support you? Whoever's listening to this, <laughs> how can we
1: support you? Um, well, prayer is like the biggest for thing. Sure, of for sure, for sure. But if you want to follow along, mm-hmm. I know you're already on my email list. Oh, yeah, I'm excited. As yeah. soon as you
0: posted that, I was yeah.
1: like, yeah. Yeah, no, I would love... If you want to follow along, if this is something that, like, impacted you or you want to get involved with. If you want to come to Guatemala. Wowie. But come to Guatemala.
0: No, I for real will.
1: Yeah. And listeners. Come to Guatemala. (laughs) listeners, please.
0: Oh, my gosh, let's go on a trip together. Yeah. Well, I'll just get, okay. But I'm actually scared of planes. Right. So the Lord will really have to do a work in me. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, next and last question. How can we pray for you? Like, are there any specific things that you really want us to pray for?
1: Yeah. Pray for my heart. Like, that I would just, like, be rooted in the Word and um, just fight the lies that fill my head. And... Yeah, just also pray for community who's yeah. going to be in Guatemala and that I'll just make a community and have friends. <laughs> yes!
0: Well, yeah. honey, you're such a ray of sunshine. Like, oh. you're going to make friends. <laughs> you're sweet. Literally. You're going to be five days in and be like, these are my people. <laughs> Seriously. You're sweet. I'm so you're excited for you. But I love you, girl. I love you, too. I'm so excited for you. The Lord's going to do amazing things for you. Thank you. And thank you for answering the
1: call. Of course. I love you, girl.
0: I love you, too. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate you for being here. And, um, yeah, check the show notes and follow Jensen uh, and her journey with changing people's lives for the Lord. Okay? (laughs) Get on the email list. We love you guys. Thank you for listening.